What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unhinged, hosted by yours truly, Maddie, and my friend, Ali. What's up? What's going on? We've got another wild episode in store for you today. I was actually surprised you were prepared today. It was spicy. So I was up at like, I don't know, I didn't go to bed last night, really. Yeah. So I was just up just thinking about things and... It was all going through my head, and I was like, let me write this down. Well, I had, so, like, I had like a whole few, like, ideas, too, for this week, and then you sent me that list. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> scratch all spicy. of these. <laughs> scratch those. Let's, there's the trash can. COVID I was like, you know shit, what? No? When you're on a roll, just go with it. Absolutely. So I figured, why not? So Hell here yeah. we are. Yeah, no, that, before this, we start, yeah, always have to establish a safe word. Yeah, Just I think you might need it for this episode. Oh, you think so? I think so. Interesting. I All think right. you specifically might need it. All right, well, this week's safe word is pepperoni. Ew, why'd you have to do it like that? Because I'm Italian, the fuck? Fake Italian. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been? <laughs> no, I've never been to Fake Italy. Italian. That doesn't make me a fake Italian. <laughs> oh, we are not going down this road. <laughs> Any shways. Shways, I love it. <laughs> let me let me let me get let me kick you off please um so i have um you told me a story the other day and it kind of got me thinking about this especially Ooh. this topic so i have a lot of stories in case anybody's wondering <laughs> you were telling me a specific story about a specific uh ex of a specific person that you're you're talking to sure and how they're getting jealous now I, in, in my opinion i think jealousy is never good what I do think, you think i think there's healthy and unhealthy jealousy what do you mean by healthy jealousy? because i've heard people say that before but try and convince me because genuinely i don't think that's a thing okay so in my opinion yeah a healthy form of jealousy is like hey I am jealous that my man is talking to that girl over there, but also he's coming home with me. So that's more of like a, a confidence. But why, yeah. So then why the fuck are you jealous? If because it's, it's still like, wow, my man is hot and he's talking to this girl, but like, I'm, I'm jealous that she's getting his attention at this time. And that's what I want. But like at the end of the day, I'm the one he's taking home. I think that's, I don't think that's healthy. I think it's healthy to be a little bit jealous because if you're not jealous at all, then well, okay, it's like oh, have my man. I, I think jealousy and confidence and security all kind of are sure one thing. But if so you're I not jealous like by something that is happening, don't you see that as like oh, you don't care enough? Well, it depends. Are we talking about like okay? So let's say I'm not saying that like I'm mad that he's no 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 sure to sure like like let's say I'm out in a, a club and. It's me and my girl. I'll be up in the club. What what should I be jealous of? Another guy trying to grind up on her? I'm not going to be jealous of that. I'm just going to be mad and I'm going to fight. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be throwing hands. I'm not going to be jealous. But at the same time, you know what? At this, it, Let's say she's dressed up all, you know, real sexy like. She's mine and she's coming home with me. So again, why would I get jealous at all these pathetic excuses of men grinding up on her when the reality is is she's gonna end up in my bed the end of the night so i don't care let her have her fun well even if we're not talking about something like that like even if it's talking about like 
I don't know, so-and-so, like maybe you could be jealous of somebody's friend because they get to spend more time with your significant other than you do. Okay, I can see that. I I can see that, but I wouldn't see that more of jealousy as much as I would see it as like, uh, hey, you're not meeting one of the... But maybe it's not like, on like it could be a coworker, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you are, you have to spend that much time with that person. So yes, I'm jealous that they get to see you more than I do, but it's okay. not like, it's not like I'm mad about it it's that's life okay okay i'll give you that i'll i'll give you that but i just i don't know how that's i i still don't see how that's jealousy but i will give it to you what do you mean you don't see how that's jealousy i don't know how that could be you could be jealous about that like it's not like he's doing it on purpose well no but you can still be jealous about it like dang you get to see him every single day i'm jealous of that okay okay Whereas, like... You know what? I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. Because you know what? I'm jealous that all your other friends <laughs> get to get your Oreo truffles and all the other <laughs> shit that you bake. And I don't get shit. So you know what? You're right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're a meanie. This isn't about me. <laughs> it's always about you. Main character energy only. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You know what? Actually, that's so funny. Jordan told me that I have main character energy yesterday. And I was like, I'm a flight attendant. Obviously, I'm the main character. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I don't know. I think that there's healthy and unhealthy jealousy, but most of the time it's unhealthy jealousy. I think 90% it of the gets, time. It gets to a point sometimes where it's like toxic because you're jealous of every single thing this person is doing. And well, when does when does jealousy become toxicity to you? Like, when, it's when is fight. that breaking point? When if it's when it starts a fight, when it affects you so between much, the two people, yeah, okay. When it affects you so much that it's literally irking you, and now it's toxic because it's something that's going on in your own head. Uh huh. And that's where I I, I was like leaning into when I said that it's a lot to do with um security and, yeah. and confidence. Absolutely. If 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 you're having arguments about that kind of stuff like you're just insecure yeah you should 100 percent trust in your significant other or partner or whatever the fuck it is in 2024 yeah you know like, no absolutely you're not wrong it's like people have to realize that jealousy or th our insecurity is something that's happening in your own head absolutely and if that's not something that you can live with you're now creating a toxic relationship because you're just mad at that person for maybe not even doing anything wrong. Just for existing. Literally. They're just they're living their everyday life. You're causing like, a fight out of nothing. Like I can only you imagine are like, upset I, about something. Yeah, like 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 for example, you were given the like the coworker example. Now, working in radio, I think has given me a little bit of a bias in this. Sure. Because I have over my years of working in radio have had many situations where the uh, person who was feeling jealousy against a coworker was right to feel that way because mm -hmm. their significant other was cheating on them with said coworker. It'd be like that. <laughs> so like it's, it's hard because like I can understand them in those situations, but then when it gets to that point, at least, like, these people, they, rather than start a fight, they investigate. Sure. 
I feel like if you get to a point where you just fight about it and you're not actually solving anything, like figuring out why you might be feeling that way, is it because you're sensing some kind of affair happening? Is it because you're just mad that you're not getting time? Yeah. I don't know how that can turn into a big fight. Yeah. Unless it's strictly cheating. I don't know how you can get mad at that unless it's cheating. I don't know. I think, like, yeah. I can understand the time thing. I yeah. at 100 I understand you talking about like and the attention. Not, the attention, but I just mean in general like spending time with like let's say uh let's say a guy you're seeing is spending most of his time with his friends and then only gives you maybe like 2 hours a week of his time. Yeah. You're probably going to be jealous of his friends. Mm -hmm. But at the same time who remember a few weeks back when we were talking about priorities? Yeah. You haven't, maybe you just haven't, you haven't met that. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't scaled, scaled up. scaled up. You're not that important yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it, it also, toxicity with jealousy matters on where you are in, in the relationship. Yeah. In, in the relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how, how developed is said relationship? Are you only together a month? Because if you are, you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got no right to be jealous. Yeah. Like, know your place at that point. <laughs> Straight up. You, like, if it's, like, six months down the line, even still, calm down. Yeah. Six months down the line is still kind of early to be feeling like that. After a year, it's starting to be a little justified. Well, I don't I think like you can put a timeline on anything because I think everybody's relationships excel. Excel at, at a different, different rates. Rate. Like, so, mine are fast. Yeah. Mine excel quick. <laughs> I I know that I some people may say it's a red flag some people say it's a green flag and I've been told it's also a beige flag I don't get why it's any of the three but okay sure <laughs> whatever floats your boat yeah. but I think another form of healthy jealousy is when maybe you see somebody who's doing great in their career or yeah. or busting their ass at the gym and you're mm -hmm. jealous of the way that they look and it motivates you that's actually a thing for me yeah uh, I think I told you this. I don't like going to the gym by myself. That's actually why. It's not really a jealousy thing so much as it is a competitive yeah. thing. I get competitive with the guy I'm with or the girl that I'm with. And I want to one-up them. So I'm going to work out yeah. harder. And I'm going to – usually whenever I work out with a friend, that's the hardest I've ever worked out, typically. Interesting. So I, I – 100%. It's like when I work out with people, it's like I, I tone it down. No, I tone it up. I, I, you know, I, I need to be better. I need to be better. Well, you need to find yourself a gym partner, my guy. I, I try. Taking but applications. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want one of those like gym rats. I yeah. don't, I want a casual gym goer. I don't want to be like you waking up at 530 in the fucking morning every day to go to the gym. No, thank you. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Put in work, baby. Yeah, you got to put in work, but I'm not putting in 5 a.m. work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you go to the or you go to the bar, you see a, a guy or a girl who's getting all the guys or the girls and you're like, "Damn, how do I be like that? I'm jealous of that person. I'm going to go work on myself." That's me when I uh, when we went out the other week and you're just friends with everybody. <laughs> like, "Damn, I want to be that friendly. I want to know everyone." <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing that I know everybody at the bar, but... <laughs> well, it wasn't that you know everybody at the bar specifically, because even when we were walking down the street, it was, oh, hey, Maddie! And I'm like, why does everybody know this bitch? Well, that was my ex-boyfriend, so that had nothing yeah, to do with it. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, it happens all the time around you. That was my high school boyfriend. Woo! <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think that jealousy is... I don't I think it's important to be jealous of certain things. Certain things. Okay. But I think that you mentally have to be stable enough and confident enough and secure enough to know you your know place your limits and know, and know that your limits. it's just jealousy. And freaking use your words, communicate if something bothers you. I mean, I can't reiterate it enough. Communication is the most important aspect of every relationship, yeah. whether it's a friendship uh, between a teacher and a student, between a kid and a parent teacher and a student like where are we like, going with this <laughs> like in any kind of friendship relationship acquaintance or any kind of you're human friends interaction with your teachers huh yeah you're not friends with teachers i mean i wasn't friendly with teachers no all of my college professors i know firsthand and i have them all in my phone and i text them on a regular what do you mean huh. interesting yes chris you got to say professors, bro. That's a big difference. Yeah, I'm like thinking he's in high school, like. No, even <laughs> okay, okay, professors. <laughs> but even in, even in high school, I was friends with my teachers. I, my seventh grade teacher, I still talk to. That's a red flag. <laughs> Why is that a red flag? She okay. I will. I'll put, she. I'll, let me let me let me put it this way. This uh, this teacher actually like I. <laughs> how how do I want to? So up until like the seventh grade, I used to take uh, Ritalin. You know, I was on ADHD medication galore, and I used to be a fucking potato. I used to sit there for hours and just... I, you, a fly could land on my nose, and I would not move a muscle. Just medicated as fuck. Yes. And I, in seventh grade, you know, you're in health class, and you learn about like... The birds and the bees. <laughs> no, well, yes, but also you learn about other things in the health, in health class. And one of the things that we learned about was ADHD medication and the fact oh. that it contained concentrated meth. And I was like, I'm taking meth. I'm a meth addict. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually, it actually really genuinely upset me. And so for that whole year in seventh grade, after I found out, I stopped taking them and I was lying to my mom. Uh, pretending like I was taking them because she used to give them to me every morning and make me take them and wait for me to take them. So I would put them in and swallow them and put them under my tongue. Feels like a Gypsy Rose situation. And, and then I would throw them. No, but you know what? <laughs> we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Um, and so, yeah, this teacher, she was like the first person to genuinely like appreciate me as a person finally because she had me in fifth grade she had me in sixth grade and then she ended up again having me in seventh and to see that change that she saw in the matter of like a week she saw me go from this boring potato to this crazy cracked out kid just with so much energy minus and, the math yeah without the math like <laughs> without the math i was crazy i was like all over the place and she learned to help me she 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 found a way to help me learn to channel it channel it like with writing and creative stuff. She's actually the reason why I got into media. So yeah, I still talk to her today. She's an amazing person. 
Love that for you. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> weird that you don't talk to people who have influenced your life. <laughs> I think that's weird that you wouldn't. I don't know. Me and my male teachers didn't didn't really chat. That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what about female teachers? Uh, no. Fair enough. I also went to Catholic school for a little while, so my teachers. Yeah. Okay, that's different. <laughs> Catholic school is harsh. Yeah. Um, but we had si sisters. <laughs> since since you brought it up, let's. I want to talk about Gypsy Rose for a second. I'm so glad. <laughs> she's this free. Girl, I'm so happy she's free. And she's living her best life. Like, you see all the attention she's getting. Her social media is popping off. She's just living her best life, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Listen, all I learned from that was that if you plot a murder, but you don't, you're not the one that actually does the murder. You only have to do eight and a half years. <laughs> don't get any ideas. I already got them. <laughs> Madeline. I would do just fine in prison. You'd probably have a bunch of bitches in prison, yeah. I feel like I feel like you'd be walking around with a bunch of like hoes following you, like little ducks. Yeah, I wouldn't have to lift a finger. My bitches would do it for me. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, you basically have that life now. I mean, men are crawling to do your bidding. That is not true. <laughs> it's not. It's not true. Okay, pretty girl. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Okay, so back to, like, the regular topic and with jealousy. Do you think jealousy is a vulnerability? Would you consider it, like, somebody's vulnerability? Not necessarily. Because I feel like it could be. Like, especially it if it gets be. to that point that they're that insecure, it's like they're... It's like a breaking point. Yeah, like, maybe they're just... They're vulnerable from past trauma or something, yeah. and it... And so it, it it uh, forms in the form of jealousy or something. Maybe. I could see that. I don't but know. I don't know. I think vulnerability is a very touchy subject. In what way? Well, it's vulnerable. It makes somebody being vulnerable is like your most embarrassing state, if you will. Sure. Well, yeah. You always want to seem like you have your shit together. Always. I don't give a fuck if I have my shit together. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I live my life. I don't. I don't care who judges. Well, I know, but like somebody knowing your deepest, darkest secrets and knowing the true ins and outs of you, like mm -hmm. that's like your vulnerability. That's your vulnerable side. I mean, I can. S I, I. I. I know that that's what it is. But to me, I don't see it that way. I think I'm weird. Like, you know all of my deepest, darkest yeah. for the most part. But that, to me, doesn't make me feel weak around you or vulnerable around you. It makes me feel stronger. Yeah, no, you. absolutely. And I, I, I agree with that. But I think that when you're starting to talk to somebody or you have a new relationship. How to that, get to that point where you can share those yes, things? Yes. Like at what point do you feel safe enough or do you feel confident enough to tell these people these things? I, I don't know. I think for me, if I'm feeling safe, it's I'm going to say it. Like yeah. it's just going to naturally happen. I don't think you can really. Right. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year. Because, you know, I have a lot of shit. Yeah. And, but for me, like, I feel like I put up brick walls for the most part, but I'm also an open book. Yeah. So maybe I'm not going to sit here and tell you all about it. I, but if you have a genuine question about my life or what I've been through, ask me and I'll tell you. 
I agree with you and I disagree with you on that, on yourself. Okay. I think you do put up brick walls, but your brick walls have doors and windows. <laughs> and you essentially always leave them unlocked <laughs> so that you do. I think. Just like my actual house and car always unlocked. You don't share that information on the internet, you dumb dumb. Nobody knows where I live, the fuck? You don't know what kind of creepers are out there trying to figure that oh out now? Gosh. Like, what's wrong with you? Whatever. People are creepy. Duh. So don't give them any reason to be able to find you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, my name is Maddie. My door is always unlocked. We got cameras. It's fine. Fair enough. But like, try me. I dare you. Also, my dog will eat you alive. So true. Oh my God, uh, Basil, her dog Basil. If uh, if you don't have like treats, uh, not even just treats. If you don't have like a certain interaction where Maddie introduces you you're to Basil, you're, she will bite you. And even still, it has to be like three or four consecutive times for her to get used to you. Because even after I've I've met Basil twice, two more times, I met her a total of three times. Yeah. And even both uh, the second and third time, she still was, like, really aggressive at first. It took her, like, a couple minutes to get used to my presence before she kind of simmered yeah. down. And was like, oh, hey. Hi, buddy. Yeah, she doesn't like men. Yeah. I wonder why. Same. <laughs> a lot of men in your life be hurting you. I don't blame her. <laughs> She's got daddy issues. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Her daddy left her at a young age. <laughs> but no, I feel like with you, you leave, you have like windows and doors on your brick wall and you leave them unlocked for the right person. Sure. I, I don't think that if it came down to it, like when, when it came down to like us and you got vulnerable with me, you did, but you did it in increments as well, which yeah. I think is extremely healthy. Like you yeah. didn't just... Here's my dirty wave. laundry. Yeah, you didn't you didn't just air out your laundry on me right there and fucking drown me in a load of laundry. It was kind of like, here's one load. Okay, here's another load. Here's another. <laughs> Are you ready for the next? <laughs> yeah, like it's an increments, and I think that's ultimately the healthiest way to do it. Yeah, is like little by little as you develop that safe comfortableness. You pour a little bit more out. Yeah. Well, my life in the past three years has been extreme. Hell. So it's it's a roller coaster for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's an absolute roller coaster ride. And that doesn't even include anything from my childhood or like what I grew up with, you yeah. know? And so it's like, okay, I have all this stuff that's happened to me recently, but I don't necessarily want to just like be super vulnerable with somebody that I just met <laughs> and like is being super vulnerable an ick or is it somebody like, oh. oh, wow, they're letting me in? I think, I think it's different between men and women. I think that no guy will ever see a woman or even girls. Girls don't see girls getting vulnerable as an ick. And I don't think guys see girls getting vulnerable as an ick. But I do think that in today's modern age that when a man gets even just slightly vulnerable, both men and women kind of look at them and be like, ha he's a bitch. Or, he's yeah, weak, I can see that. For myself, when somebody's vulnerable with me, though, it makes me feel better because I feel like Absolutely. I am their safe place. Exactly. Like, it's like, wow, you found 
safeness and telling me something that you wouldn't usually share. And I also know that I wouldn't share that unless I absolutely trusted you exactly. and knew that you'd have my back when it came down to it. Yeah. That's it. It strengthens relationships. I think vulnerability is mega important to have with each other in a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's it's like. But what do you do if somebody has too much baggage? There's no such thing. I I, I you've think never met anybody where you're like, wow, you've gone through a lot more than I can help you out with. But I have had so like with with one of my exes. She didn't have a lot of baggage. It was more so what her and her family were doing to her father and how they were treating him. That was my tipping point. And I'm like, so he's he was he was paralyzed. He's stuck in a wheelchair. He only gets uh, he doesn't have short term memory. He only has long term memory. Um, he's got a lot of problems sure. from uh, an accident that had happened ten years prior to us having started going out. And the way that her family was treating him like he was a nuisance on their life, that really took a toll on me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't deal with that. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it was the baggage as much it was as the way they were dealing with said right. baggage. Like that says a lot about somebody. Yeah. Like, God forbid I get sick. Is this the way that you're going to take care of me and treat me? Yeah. Fuck no. So about a year ago, I was seeing somebody and... They ended up telling me that I was too damaged. I don't think that's a thing. I, I think if 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 you really like somebody, there is nothing you guys can't get through together and should be able to help each other through. Yeah. And mind you, that had nothing. He hadn't even seen 2023 yet. <laughs> so this was back in 2022. This was the start of 2023. Okay. So he hadn't even... Seen Witness everything 2023, and he was like, You're too damaged. Was a crazy so like, that you. bitch, look at me now, I'm more damaged. <laughs> I think anyone who considers it damage should be messed up. I don't think that was the wildest shit anybody's ever said to me, I, telling me that I was too damaged, and that's it's why they didn't so want to talk common. to me. Anymore. People, people say that shit, and to me, what does that even mean? How can somebody be damaged? They just have different experiences that you can't describe. Like, for example, I've witnessed war at the age of seven. I lived through war. I can't sit here and tell people that all the time because then they look at me like I'm a, like I'm a wounded bird. Like, <laughs> fucking, it's, it is what it is. Life is what life is. You get dealt with whatever it is. Most people, if you're a religious person or if you're a God-fearing person, you all say that uh, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. He doesn't, he doesn't make you experience something more than you can take. And I think that really rings true to me specifically. I feel like that's true, and I believe in that in the sense of humanity in general. I feel like any kind of problem we have, we will find a solution to. Yeah, one of my favorite sayings is like, um, you've handled everything this far, like nothing can break you at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And that couldn't be more true for me. <laughs> yeah, like you, the watching you go through the things that you've been going through and just you're still, you still put a smile on your face every day. And it's not. I'm still standing. So we all know like the people who are like putting on a face. 
that's the difference between you. Like you don't put on a face. You don't put on a smile to put on a smile. You when you smile, you're genuinely smiling. And I think that is what's all the more impressive with it. You know what I mean? Like with the shit you've gone through to just sit there and still just and be like genuinely <laughs> like you're crazy. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> but it's impressive and you should be proud of that. You yeah. should be proud that you can do that. That's that's an amazing thing to do. We working on it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think too when it comes to like vulnerability, part of that is like for example, I had a girlfriend in the past who used to compare herself to, like, my exes. I think that ties into, like... Ah, the ghost of girlfriend's past. Yes. Like, tying that, that, that ties into, like, vulnerability because, you know, you, again, are damaged and you have trauma yeah. and you're vulnerable. And so you'll have weak moments where you're comparing yourself to one of your uh, significant other's exes. See, I don't get that. I'm not that person. I'm not either, but, like, I don't want to know what your ex-girlfriend looked like. I don't know. I don't care. Like, there's a reason you're not with them anymore. So you're telling me that you've never not once in your life compared yourself to uh, a Somebody's ex. ex? Yeah. Well, also, I was married for a long time. But you've never done it? Uh... No, I don't think so. Okay. I have been compared to an ex. I have never compared myself to one, but I've been compared to one. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think because I was with my ex-husband for so long mm -hmm. that when I wasn't and then I started, like, talking to people or whatever, like, I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, been there, done that, whatever. I think in high school it was, like, a thing. It was like, oh, well, you used to date her. Like, how do I, yeah. like, deal with that? But that's, like, the only thing I can compare it to. I don't know. Like, I had, like, um, the one that I was just talking about with, like, the, the thing with her dad. Yeah. She used to compare me to one of her exes. Um, in what sense? Like, she would always be like, oh, you're so much nicer, or you do this that he didn't do. And I'm I mean, like, that's fine. I still didn't appreciate it, because at the same light, why the hell are you still thinking about yes. that person? Yeah. Why are they still on your mind? Yes, You're that's with fair. me now, and just worry about how I'm treating you, and you don't need to compare me to what you've been treated like before. It's okay to tell me things like, this is the best, uh, you've treated me better than anyone else. That's fine. I'll take that. But don't say, oh, you treated me better than this person. They used to do this. Yeah. Be, uh, I, I don't, don't compare me. That's weird. It's, yeah. uh, it's an uncomfortable feeling to be compared to an ex. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's pluses and minuses to that because. Well, what, well give me an example of a plus. Well, it's like, oh, shit, you already know that I'm better than that person. I don't know. That's how I would look at it. I'm like, hell yeah. But I think being – because you're always going to be compared to somebody. There's always going to be a past ex. So you don't have anything to go off of besides what you know. 
Sure. And there's a clear reason why you're dating still because you didn't like what said ex. You that's why you have an ex is because you didn't want them. Okay, well let me let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase then. I think it's unhealthy after a certain point to keep comparing to an ex. Sure. I think if you like let's say let's say it was you and me for example, just hypothetical. And you broke up with uh, somebody or you got broken up with uh, two months ago. And you and I start, uh, you know, dating. If we're dating and it's we're only like two months in, okay, comparing me to your ex, fine. That's, that's okay. It's still super fresh. It's only been four months. But if we're like together for a year and now you're still comparing me? That to me in, is yeah. a problem. In my head, though, I would never compare my ex to you to your face. You do like it to that's your something that I would tell my friends. Yeah, like oh my god, it's so much better. Like so and so used to do this, and he does this instead. Yeah. Like, and that's okay. That's different. That's absolutely. But comparing okay. it to your face is weird. Yes, because there's certain things that yes, you're always going to compare because you have exes, and again, that's why you have exes. But it's like you can't be telling me about all the stuff that I do better than them because then, yeah, exactly. It's like they're on your, why are they still well, on your mind? Yeah. And like then why two, are you still thinking about them? You're clearly yes. not over them. Yes. And then let me ask you this. Do you think that your exes are like any past relationships have been a waste of your time? No, because I've learned something from every single person. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Like, do I hate some of them? thousand percent absolutely but do i regret my time with them Hell no. not even a little bit not even not even an ounce not even because an there are so many things that i've learned from being with different people yeah. that i like you get to be who you are now exactly you exactly you if you're not learning something from each relationship that you're in and again even if it's a friendship if you have like an ex-best friend if you're not learning something out of each one then you're Dumb. You're just <laughs> dumb. Because there are lessons to be learned in life every day. And if you're really just so like, no, they did me wrong, and you don't learn anything from them. Yeah. You're a ding you're you're it's fine you're, to be upset about yeah, something but that learn, happened. Learn but what you can do different next time. Exactly. Or learn what to look for. If they if they harmed you and it's because there was a bunch of red flags that you didn't notice. Well, now you know what to look for the next time it happens. If you see it, oh, this is what this correlates to. Yeah. I mean, sure. Do I wish I spent seven years with the person that didn't work out? No, but. <laughs> no, but you learned a lot yeah. from him. Yeah. And I mean, that being said, I did spend seven years with somebody and I can't pretend like that seven years of my life didn't happen. Absolutely. So it is something that I talk about frequently because most of my life experiences happened with him well that's because it's your history i think it would be different if you're like but i'm not comparing anybody to him. yeah if you compare it's weird but then also i think it would be weird if like you're constantly worrying like do you worry about what he does like are you constantly checking social media to see what he's up to nowadays no, no you don't give a fuck i used to you used to when like how fresh how, okay fresh fresh, fresh? yeah when did you the stop? The man went to fucking Europe with another woman a month later. Okay, so wait, yes. wait, 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 w
He went to Europe with another woman the month after he left. So five months before the divorce was even final. Yeah. So, yes, I did a little stalking. I was very upset, very Uh confused. Yeah, I would be, I would be, okay, okay, okay. Yes. And he blocked you? me on everything, so I couldn't see shit. So I was, like, going on my friend's phones, looking on Instagram. I was pulling the whole thing. I was a psycho. Are you still outside. blocked on all this stuff? I have no idea. Because I know that you guys are, still like, on speaking terms. Like, yeah. you guys still talk. And, and like, well, we you don't, don't really talk. talk <laughs> but, like, if you need something, if you need something from each other, a text is, yeah. like, it's not It's awkward. amicable. It's, it's, it's amicable. Not, it's, yeah. not, it's not, like, a hostile. destroyed hostile. Yeah. yeah. But it's... uh. I mean, he's engaged. She's getting married. Love that for him. Oh, really? Yeah. He's been engaged for like a year, I think. Okay. But um, great. Love that for him. Do your thing. Yeah. I don't check anything anymore. I he remember. He didn't invite you? <laughs> I should ask if he needs an officiant. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, she technically can officiate weddings. I am a licensed officiant. Reverend Madeline Miller. Anyways. Um, but yeah, my I mean, my friends were scared to tell me when he got engaged and they were like, oh, we didn't know if you knew and we didn't want to tell you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's going to live his life. Absolutely. He's going to move on. He's going to do his thing. It was his choice anyways. So yeah. it's. But then I feel like, OK, it's different in your situation. Like, yes, I'm actually kind of like shook at the fact that it was only a month later because, yes, OK, sure. You were the one who wronged him and everything. But. He gave you seven years of his life. I would be devastated if I got cheated on and I wouldn't move on a month later Yeah. and go to Europe, let alone. That's crazy. And mind you, we never went on any trips besides our honeymoon. Oh, he did that to piss you off. He did that to piss you off. Yeah, good times. (laughs) Yes, Chris. Mike's got married four months after breaking up with me. Like, literally got married. You know, military. Like, Did you say a week after? No, like, four months. Like, literally four months. Like, got married. Like, legitimately married. Damn. Yeah, you know, military people, they marry fast. But, like, at the same time, I was a really shitty boyfriend. So, like. <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you this. What's up? Was she. Okay. You say military military people, they, they get married fast. Are you sure that's what it is and they got married fast? Or were you a side piece? No, I was definitely the main person. Like, it's a long story short, but her mama was also crazy, so she was getting away from her mom as well. And then her best friend was married to somebody who was already in Air Force, so she went down there when we, like, broke up, and then she just ended up staying down there. And then, obviously, like, her best friend, again, I was a shitty boyfriend, so I can't really get mad at her best friend. She was like, hey, this is a great guy over here, do-do-do-do-do. And literally four minutes later, they married. Damn. Crazy. So, you know, yeah, that's life. That's life. No kidding. Yeah, I don't know. I I was that's he's the only one that I feel like I've ever really been a stalker with. But like what are we doing stalking exes? Like <laughs> why? Why are we taking the time out of I don't care. If you once you cut that tie, you cut that tie. That's okay. how I am now. But at the time I was I had a girl, one of my exes, I can't remember which one. She got upset at me that I wasn't upset that we broke up uh, and anything. And I explained to her on, uh, I, I explained to every girl I talked to on day one. I was like, if you wrong me or I feel wronged at any point, 
just trust that I'm not going to give a shit. I might, like, be upset for a day, and then I'm going to get over it. And then when it comes to breakups, too, I'm the same way. If we break up, I'm going to maybe cry for a, a day, if I even cry. And then tomorrow, I'll be... Just fine. Just fine. I mean, for me, at this point in my life, I think if you caught me in college or you caught me whenever, it would have been different. But at this point in my life, if you don't want to be with me, I don't want to be with you either. So if you're breaking up with me, thanks for your time. See you later. Like, I'm not going to stalk you. I don't care what you do next. All I know is you didn't choose me. Yeah. So I'm not choosing you. Like, that's that's it. I'm not going to fight for you. Yeah, and it's, it's weird. Like, I've been stalked by exes, and I know because they're dumb, and they accidentally double-tap a picture, or they unlike the photo, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, That's cute. That's cute. And I'm like, I don't – I think it's weird. Wanting – I think most people stalk their exes because they want somebody to be worse without them, and that's toxic as fuck. Or they just don't want you to, to to be with somebody better than them. Which is neither here nor there. They have to remove themselves from, from the situation. Yeah, but, you know, that's that's the problem. I feel like people who stalk... Have mental problems. Stop fucking doing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Chris, go ahead. I think with people who stalk, it's just like you've been away from the person long enough to, like, forget all the bad shit. So, like, you were, like, reminiscing about the good moments. Like, oh, my God, like, we watched this movie together, da 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 And then y'all talk for 10 minutes. Like, oh, my God, I remember why I hate this bitch. Literally. <laughs> like, Literally. But I don't need to stalk somebody to do that. I don't need to stalk someone to do that. I, I mean, can reminisce and I can shit talk all in the same breath. I mean, I don't really, like, stalk either. But it's more like, oh, they watch your story, like, out of nowhere, like, randomly and they reach out. Like, that has well, they, happened They to give me. you the fire sign or the heart symbolize for your story. And it's you're like, the fuck are you doing? You, you, like, you see my story. Like, I really don't post on my Instagram. But I post, like, a fuck ton on my story. And it could be a range of things. I could be really emotional. Or it could be, like, the world's dumbest fucking meme you've ever seen. He does have the wildest Instagram like, stories. Like, literally. <laughs> it's, like, back to back. He so, does. like, it's literally, like, heart and then cry eyes. And I'm just like, bro, like, what's up? Like, well, obviously you want my attention. <laughs> I think uh, a lot of stalking doesn't just come from exes. It comes from girls that want to see what your ex-girlfriend looked like. Yes. And I feel like girl, current your ex-girlfriend. girlfriends look at your exes yes. and stalk your exes. Yes. I've had that. Do guys too. do that? Uh, No. Fuck no. Guys are guys are not worried about what else. Bro, the last thing you want to do is look at her ex and it's some fucking some former fucking linebacker. From Ryan the Reynolds. <laughs> like, I don't want to know that you were looking at Ryan Reynolds. No. <laughs> or that man's had like a 20-foot schlong. You know, like, <laughs> I don't want to know any of that. Like, oh we are gosh. good. We're well, I feel like that's how I am too. Like I want no, I don't, I am not your typical female so i can't fit myself into these categories that a lot of girls are in and I, if i look at your ex-girlfriend i'm gonna be like yeah there's no way that i i could ever look like that or be like that so speaking of which we were at uh when we went out and we were at the bar uh one of her uh old co-workers oh, walked shit. in <laughs> with um with his current girlfriend and the shit talk was the most <laughs> delightful part of the evening. She's just sitting there. She's like, 
Yeah, he was with this one girl who I'm, you know, I I wish she was still with. Like she was great. This bitch, she's like a, a like a discount, like rent a hoe. I'm like, damn, rent a hoe for sure. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but this ain't right. And I remember her telling me all this, and like even like telling me that she like she always smells bad or like you know, she was she was describing the woman to me. And so when I went to finally get up to go to the bathroom, I made sure to come across her, like, right past her path to see, like, if she was right. And the smell thing, you were right on the money. She did not smell good. Listen, I'm not mean unless you give me a reason to be mean. And What she, was the reason she gave you? She was, like, rude to me from the beginning because him and I used to go to dinner all the time. And then she started showing up to dinner. And I was like, that's great. Like, whatever. I don't care. And then she was getting jealous And of then you. she was getting jealous. And I was like, bitch, I don't want your man. Toxic jealousy. This is what I'm talking about. I'm like, listen, I just like to eat this Italian food and go the fuck home. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Mamma mia. Give me Every the Every Thursday we would go to Da Francesco's. And it was a great fucking time yeah. <laughs> and then she just like started causing all these problems and i was like bitch get out i don't know so it's, i removed myself from the situation yeah as you should and it's it it it's all about security fucking be secure i don't but, care um, tell them what happened when we left oh oh so <laughs> I didn't say a single fucking word to this bitch, but she was pissed because her boyfriend came up to me and was like, Maddie! And I was like, So, hey. Maddie, Maddie's the, she's, she's the bitch that when, uh, <laughs> I'm the problem. No, 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 no. She's the bitch that when you, <laughs> when you are no longer on her good side, she won't even take the time out of her day to look in your direction. <laughs> so, as we're passing by the girl, because uh, we had to pass by her. She's literally right there. The only way through to the front door is literally to be like, butt touch this woman. Like, you literally... We're packed in there like sardines at this point. So the only way through is to literally basically graze on her and kind of pass. And Maddie kind of just like walks. It kind of like pushes me into the lady so that Maddie's away from her and leaving a little bit of a distance between Maddie and her. And doesn't even look at her. And the way this bitch looked <laughs> at Maddie and watched us walk out the door, like, it was crazy. Her eyes did not leave Maddie's, like, head at all. She's just like, like, <laughs> ew. Fucker. <laughs> it's but it's 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 like I said it's all about security. Why do we care? Who gives I a don't. fuck? Why are we caring? I don't understand. Like especially the stalking thing. I don't get it. Yeah. Am, am I am I on normal to the point that I just don't give a fuck? I'm secure enough in myself that if we break up, great. I'm the best thing that ever happened to you and if you can't see that, I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you. Like love the confidence. Love it. That that's how you should be. That is how every it's there's a difference between confidence and humble. Now, I am humble in some ways and I'm not in others. Like when it comes to my work, I'm definitely not. I will I will one hundred percent say I'm better than most. I will confidently say that. Sure. Um but I have the I have the oomph to back it. Yeah. I have the evidence. 
But when it comes to relationships, I know I can always get better. So I'm always more humble, but I'm confident in myself that I know that I can get better and that I'm already pretty fucking good. Sure. As you should be. And that's how everyone should be. I don't see the whole point of like... But I think that there's a lot of things that can break a person down. Like what? I mean, if you go through a breakup and you're the one that's broken up with, Mm -hmm. and it could be for this, that, or whatever reason, but I do think that that knocks your confidence a little bit. And I think if you're in the dating scene and you've gone out on maybe a few hinge dates or, or whatever that haven't worked out or like this person doesn't see you or doesn't like you or doesn't whatever and you're going through this time and time again like that does hit your confidence maybe i'm weird because it doesn't for me oh it does for me a thousand percent i i feel what i do when i'm broken up with i take like like i said the first day depending on the relationship i may or may not be upset the second day i'm no longer caring i moved on in the sense that i'm not gonna sit there and waste my time crying over somebody or or like upset depending on whether it doesn't I, mean that you didn't move on no, that no, has no, no, nothing no. to I'm, do I'm with it somewhere. i'm getting somewhere uh and then the rest of that week is about self-reflection on on and whether i was part of the problem or if i did something that How nice to have time to self-reflect I, I, I self-deprecate. <laughs> I, I don't have time to self-reflect in the sense that I sit there and just think for days that <laughs> I'm like, as I'm doing my busy work, I'm, you know, it might be crossing my mind. Like, Hey, did I do this wrong? Did, was it me? So I always, I always go through those like three stages. It starts with the giving a shit to not giving a shit to self-reflecting. Sure. Once I reach that point of after the self-reflection is complete, I don't, I, I'll never have lost the confidence. I don't feel like I go back. I think that's counterintuitive. I always move forward. Okay, now I know what to do for next time. So I feel that every time I get broken up with, I feel more confident because I now know what I could have, what I did wrong. And if I still don't know, and I, will, I do do this, and you can ask all of my exes. For the one, or at least the ones that I was You don't sure. ask for feedback. I do. Oh. <laughs> Only for the ones that actually, like, like, I don't ask for feedback. Like, for example, my most recent ex. She and I were pretty serious. And, you know, the, the reason that it didn't go any further was for uh, certain reasons that I'm not going to really dive into right now. Sure. But it was very mutual. It was the sex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't. <laughs> That was pretty good. Actually, really good. Um, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, with her, I actually went back because I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out why we both mutually felt that way. Yeah. She, I think she was one of the only ones where I, when I was self-reflecting, I couldn't find an answer. So I asked her. I said, what could I have done better? Genuinely as a person, what could I have done better? Uh, as 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 a boyfriend, as a potential husband, where was I kind of lacking? And she told me it was the the fact that over time I wasn't giving her as much attention as I was in the beginning. Because in the beginning I was giving her all the attention the she wanted. Phase. Well, it wasn't even that. It was that we both got really really busy. She has a full time job. She works like she works twelve hour shifts every day, basically. Yeah. And I was working uh, at Oakland 
and I'm the head of broadcasting and I'm working with ESPN. I am on the phone with ESPN or somebody every day, all day, working over 100 hours a week. We didn't have time to see each other. And so she was kind of like, that's really the biggest part where you could have improved was. So I took that to heart. And I think that's why I gain confidence every time is because I learn something every time. I guess. But for, for me, I mean, you know, I went on my slew of like your slutty phase. Dates. Yeah. No, not my slutty phase. Just my slew of hinge dates or like, guys, I was like, I don't know, talking to her trying to figure things out with. Yeah. And every time it was like I was getting ghosted or I was getting But I feel like that's what happens when you go through a slut phase or like I wasn't phase. going through a whole phase at the time. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> uh, because you weren't I wasn't putting out. You <laughs> God damn out. it. You gotta put out. But if that's all they want anyways, who cares? Ninety nine percent of the time when a guy's on hinge or Tinder, that's exactly what he's like. He's Listen, not looking for a genuine how connection. How the fuck else was I supposed to find anybody to go out on date with? And I was finally putting myself out there. So it was like whatever. I personally think what you're doing already, going out to the bar and making friends, that's the exact way I to don't, do that. Though. I don't do that. I used to. Start doing it again. But that's the I way. can't I don't have time anymore. But um but for me, it was like, shit, like, this guy doesn't like me like that. This guy doesn't like me like that. This guy doesn't like me like that. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm not fun. I you know, every time you say so that, then it really it's like, hurts me. I start getting more and more and more and more reserved. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, now, like, now what do I do? Because now I'm not confident. Now I'm not going there thinking that you're going to have a good time with me. Now I'm going into this thinking, oh, you're not going to like me either. I think that the best way to kind of get over that is to look in the mirror and just say, I'm Maddie fucking Miller. That's it. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> no, you know, and, and not at, I mean it when I say that that hurts me <laughs> to hear the, to, to Like, I know you do sometimes self-deprecate actually a little more than I would like. <laughs> it really hurts my soul because you are an amazing person and why the fuck and I, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be real deep with you for a minute and i'm gonna be real serious oh boy why the fuck should any of us see that if you don't see that yeah but it's hard to see that when all you're getting is oh i don't think this is gonna work out like with but cowboy why are you getting that with cowboy or with sauce man or with uh we're, so man. we're not gonna talk about sauce man or hat man because both of those We'll get into or, the or, only the only valid one that you're about to say is cowboy. So start with cowboy. Just say cowboy. Go ahead. He's the only valid one here. Go ahead. What about Q? We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I don't see this going any further. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. But why did he say that? Because where he was in his life. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You said he didn't they say that. You said that the reason that it, he said that is because he wasn't looking for something right now because he had just recently been broken up with. No, you're not thinking about the right guy. What do you mean? You're not thinking about the right guy. You're getting my men mixed up. No, no I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I know which one Cowboy is. I, I'm yeah, sure. he never said that. Then what did he say? What was the reason? All he said was, yeah, I don't see this going any further, but I still want to hang out with you, so don't be a bitch when I ask you to come over for Euchre. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. That was the exact words. <laughs> You're right. That is that 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 was yeah. Okay. Um, but like <laughs> the others, the others. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm dead. He, <sighs> I don't know. The others, like like Q and 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 Hatman and Sauce Man, those were all like Q. That like, was Sauce Man that said that. Sauce Man said that. Now yeah. here's. That's right. It was Sauce Man. Now, here's the problem with Sauce Man. Sauce Man was 100% lit off his ass with, uh-huh. with alcohol. So, right then and there, stupid. That was already a red flag. That was stupid on my part. Very. Uh, Hat Man used to yell at you. <laughs> That's fair. Stupid. Q... <laughs> uh, dropped off the face of the fucking earth well well before he dropped off the face of the fucking earth you guys talked you guys knew each other from your childhood uh college college same shit you were a child in college at least you were acting like one Uh. (laughs) so okay so in college then he disappeared off the face of the earth uh and he was into you and stopped being into you and then all of a sudden hits you up again because he was the one who approached you obviously Looking for one thing. What was it, Chris? The kitty cat. Meow. Oh, yeah, I forgot you don't have to say the word pussy. Forgot. I was confused. <laughs> I was really like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, though. I was a little late, but I got there. It's okay. It's okay. All that matters is that you got there. You arrived at the destination, unlike all of those men. Yeah. <laughs> I so, don't know, but you go through that, and it's just like, uh, Look, okay. I wouldn't lose confidence okay. over those losers. Okay, but that was, like, my phase of putting myself out there and, like, trying to... The only one that is not a loser of those of those four is Cowboy. Because Cowboy was the only one who said it straight up to you. He said, yeah. I just don't think this is going to work. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I still want to hang out and still actively hangs out with yeah. you. He's the only good dude of the four. So what I'm getting at there. is don't shit on yourself when the, the, the people you're looking at are pretty fucking shit. <laughs> of course, you're going to feel like shit comparing yourself to shit. <sighs> Don't l- raise your standards. Raise those standards. And you'll never feel like you've lost that confidence. That's fair. I don't know. I just feel like... Those men did never deserved your time. And I told you that from each day one of each of those guys. Yeah. And, well, and you know, too, like, where I come from... Um, professionally too is extremely self-deprecating and not even self-deprecating because yes. I had a boss that tore the shit out of me. You're for, right. And I lost every bit of confidence. Our, our field of work is a very, yeah. even for me, you, I, all through college and everything, people were telling me I, w- I would never be an on-camera personality because I have the personality. I don't have a face. They always told me I have a face for radio. I was told that all the time. <laughs> yes, Chris. I don't know, bro. Corporate Sports America is just fucking weird. Because the one time I got to work for Fox doing stats, bro, like, nobody wanted to fucking help me. Like, everybody would just look at me like mad fucking confused. I literally got lost at U of M, bro. Well, the thing is, is sports, the world of sports media. I mean, I just can't do it because I'll cuss you out. Yeah, it's competitive. Sports media is, a comp- is the most competitive media field, if you ask me. More competitive than film and all the others because on film, you can find an indie project uh, t- to work on always. Yeah, but I would rather I would rather not 
have somebody not help me than to tell me that I fucking sucked at my job every day. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're just shitty people, bro. Like yeah. you're not even giving me constructive criticism. You're just telling me you can't even tell yes. me what I was bad at. Yeah, you just you, you just wanted just to be me. Like, it's really that simple. Like they just being a bitch, bro. Like there's a lot of time. Like there's a lot of people comparing each other. I'm like, yeah, oh, like, I had an interview today, and they were like, "How do you deal with constructive criticism?" I said, "You can't excel in a career without it." I said, I mean, there is there is no... You can't excel in life without Literally. It. I'm and, like, and that's why I don't having... know why you were judging at me when I said that I, I asked for feedback from past <laughs> exits. That just is funny. <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> because I don't think I would ever go to a man and be like, why didn't you like me? <laughs> but, but I don't do that. I don't do that. I say, what did I do, what did I do wrong or what could I have done better? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but there's no, no way to go about it. Why you like me? Why please you like me? me? Please like me. I don't do that shit. Don't no, like, my biggest thing is, like, I don't have a degree, obviously, so I'm obviously yeah. self-taught and everything. So, literally, I'm literally, like, on the fucking spot. That's why I really appreciate the people that I do work with in broadcast, because even they going to say some shit, at least say the shit behind my back, bro. Like, at Fox, bro, like, they were, like, bro, mean, rude. Like, you don't know this, you don't know that. I'm like... Literally, bro, I just told you, like, my background. Like, I'm literally trying to learn on the spot. Like, why Yeah. Like well, it's, 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 it's like, me. it's like here. It's like any time, how many times if you have done something uh, wrong or if something was wrong with one of the, the recordings, I would go up to you and be like, hey, Chris, this is how you can do this better. I've never once went up to you and said, you did a shit job. You're trash. I would never do that. I would go up to you and just be like, hey, here's how you can do this better. That's it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's how people should always be in life. It's important. You have to remember you're nicer than the average human. <laughs> Not in college, apparently. Do you know I was the most hated person in my program in college? That doesn't shock me. I feel like you were a dick. No. I was just you're like, I'm better than you. Sit the fuck down. No, no, but that's what okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. And I actually hated this this was probably the one thing i actually was mad about in college the most it made me feel isolated like crazy because uh the head of my program put me on a pedestal i was here and could do no wrong while everyone else it's my favorite place to be was down here in their eyes and they would remind everybody of that on the weekly it was constantly Ali this, Ali that, Ali's doing this, Ali's here, he's working there. And I always told them to stop. I always asked professors and, 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 and the head of the program to just... You're a teacher's pet. That's why you're friends with all your professors. What do you mean? Aww. What do you mean I'm a teacher's pet? I get it now. Anyways. I get it now. Anyways. I, you little brown noser. No, I don't brown nose. Um, but the, the thing is, is like, again, our field is huge with constructive criticisms. Mm -hmm. The reason why I was the most hated is because with that being the background of how the program made me out to seem like I was better than everyone by constantly telling people that basically or reminding them, hey, he's over here achieving all this while you guys are still doing the basics really fucked with people's heads. So yeah. anytime I gave constructive criticism, they took it as, oh, he's just a dick. Yeah. And when it came time to giving me constructive criticisms, not a single person throughout all five years of college said a damn word. Yeah. None of them constructively. And I used to get mad. 
I used to tell them, okay, if you're not going to constructively, not even the professors would. They would all just sit there, oh, you did a great job, Ali. Because in their eyes, compared to everybody else, it was the best one. So yeah. none of them would no, none of them would shit talk or say even the smallest thing that I did wrong. I was like, oh, so you're not going to do it. Then I'm going to do it. I'm going to embarrass myself in front of the whole class. I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I should have done this. I should have done this. And I should have done this. Somebody speak. And I would use, I used to purposefully uh, near the junior and senior year, make mistakes on purpose. To see if anybody would actually say something. And none of them would. I'm telling you, five straight years, not a single person gave me a single piece of construction. Because they were all like, he's already perfect douche dude and i'm like douche I'm, dude <laughs> and i'm like I'm that's not. your new name douche dude douche dude yeah i'll take it love that i'm gonna put that on my new uh my my tinder bios douche dude <laughs> what, what was the thing that we got tweeted the other day uh that we're a hoot i'm douche dude hoot a hoot of a douche dude oh my god that's my that's my tinder bio yeah Let's you're see. gonna get all the ladies hell yeah hoot of a douche dude Getting all the ladies. All the ladies. All the single ladies. All the yeah, single even. Ladies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. We were um, talking about confidence. Yeah. And, and everything. And you said something about um, like it's not a good time earlier. Have you ever had a relationship end because of the, or, or like not even get in one because of timing? I mean, with certain people, but, like, not anybody that I was seeing actively. What do you mean? Like, Sauce Man. He said he wasn't the right time in his life to be actually seeing somebody. Okay. But I don't believe that there is or isn't a right time. What do you mean? Well, because, personally, I think... There's a whole lot of bullshit people that are like, oh, I'm trying to find myself and I need to better myself and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's great. But they're like using that as an excuse for not finding somebody or not dating anybody or this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, you should work on yourself. Absolutely. But, but you there's should a be way, working on yourself even while but there's you're a way to also still see somebody yeah. and they can recognize the fact that you are working on yourself and, even and they help. can grow with you. Yeah, or even help you on that journey. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to isolate yourself to work on yourself. Well, I mean, it depends. Because, like, for example, I'm going through some family stuff right now and they're pretty big things, stuff I haven't even told you about yet. Mm -hmm. um, mostly because we haven't had the time. But it's... It's... I feel like for me, if I were to get into a relationship right now, it might be too much to take on. Not because there's like bad timing. It's just because, well, they're going to have to help me through that. And that's a lot to put on someone's shoulders. Sure. It's already a lot for me to have to handle. So now to have to have somebody kind of be my crutch. But that's different than, that's different than, um, not dating because you're trying to like figure out what you like. What what you want? Like I want a relationship. Yeah. It's just right now it really isn't smart because then I'd be abusing them yeah. emotionally. I think there's a way to, and you don't have to force anything. But if something's yeah. happening, there's a way to grow with that person and not Absolutely. just not just be like, oh, I I'm sorry, I can't pursue this right now because i have to focus on myself absolutely like you can focus on yourself and still grow with somebody mm -hmm. and that's i think it's unrealistic to say that you can't I, absolutely i think that there's a difference between 
having shit going on and like it's a lot to put on somebody and then it is to be like oh I'm just selfishly gonna be by myself so that I can figure it out but it's like well it's the same thing with like when you break up with somebody or you get broken up with you're like I'm done with men because mostly girls do this some guys do this but I'm done with men for fucking a year I think that's super unrealistic because yeah you're going to get lonely and you're going to fucking hate your life or you might not. <laughs> and then you're just going to be 100%. You're going to go and have some drunken, stupid brigade with a guy. And then you're going to get off of that horse. And the idea of taking a pause from relationships in general is a dumb one. It's unrealistic because it's not going to happen. We're not wired that way. Yeah. And there's, I find it weird when girls are, like, going out to the bar all the time to try to find. They're like, oh, I'm looking for a husband. I'm like, well, bitch, you ain't going to find him here. I'm going to tell you that right now. True. And you going out and getting drunk is probably not the way you want to say you find a husband. husband. (laughs) You being a bad person. I'm like, cute. You went in and put out. Good job. You're not going to get married to that man. Yeah. Probably seven times out of ten. Do you think that you'd ever – do you think – that any person you, like, put out with on the first date, like, right away like that, you would end up marrying? Um, I can't say anything because of my current situation Yeah, but that's different. I think that's very, very different. Because How? You, we talked for five minutes and went you and had You had a one-night stand. Yes. And then that's it. Yes. And then a uh, year or two later, a year later, right? year and a half-ish, something like yeah. that. Yeah, a year or two later, you guys somehow meet back <laughs> up. You know, there, like there's a reconnection there. But this time, you didn't put out on the first date. <laughs> You're right. So I think it's different. So like without we didn't need to because we already knew how it was. Yeah, but like without that past, (laughs) like you know what I mean. Like I, I think I think that situation's different. Maybe. And you're both fairly grown. Like this dude is a good dude. So far, he's got a good, he's got a good uh, head on his shoulders. So far, (laughs) from what I've seen. Yeah, he's a good guy. We'll, sure. we'll see if that continues. 100% a good guy. Yeah. Um, but did you ask me if I, if, what did you ask me? Sorry, uh, I'm all distracted now. <laughs> what are you thinking about him? You know, look at her. She's thinking about him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Get the fuck out of here. What were we talking about? The best thing is that anytime she has to pass by where he works, she calls me. Don't call me out like that. He watches the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't. I won't. I won't. I, won't. Um, I will say the word pepperoni. Pepperoni. <laughs> I told you I'd get you there. Yeah. Personal victory. Yeah. Uh, One for Ollie, zero for Maddie. Oh my gosh. Moral of the story is I walk by his work all the time and I get nervous and don't even walk in there and I just keep going. And sometimes I have to call Ollie because I want to make sure that I'm on the phone and it looks like I'm distracted. <laughs> Fuck my life. Anyways. You could have um, just pepperoni it. Why did you say it? Whatever. <laughs> 
Um, anyways, no, I was asking you, I was asking you if, like, there's ever been, like, a situation where you, um, fuck. Where I hooked up with somebody and thought that that was going to be the guy that I was dating. Yeah, like, if you feel like, if you had, like, a, 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 a one night stand, not a one night stand, I'm sorry, like, if you had sex on the first date, if that's a person that you could marry, especially if it I was, like, drunken sex. I wouldn't say no. Sex. Especially if it was, like, drunken sex. I feel like most first dates end up you being drunk and you probably... I, uh, drinking is a, a coping mechanism for a lot of people. So when you're nervous on a first date, uh, you, get, you get a little buzzed. That's fair. So I think that... I think that's why I don't do like dinner dates for my first date. It's always like axe throwing or putt-putt golf or some crazy thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I think, yes, that I could do that. Okay. And that could be a thing. Um, Let me ask you this. I, I, I'm, I'm bringing this up only because this happened to me. And then I was reading um, a Twitter thread about this the other day. And um, about this girl who... Okay, so the Twitter thread was like this. There was basically a situation where these guy and girl were talking, right? And they got to a point where it was time for him to ask her on a date and they were coming up with this plan to do like a cooking date like to cook and bake together well when it came time for him to ask her on a date he's like okay well maybe uh would you be free thursday and she's like yeah that's great and then he's like would you want to come to my place i have you know this is this is like you can come to my apartment and and whatnot and we can do this and then she completely like everything was going super well and then out of nowhere she completely turned the switch and I was like, no, fuck you. You're disgusting. I don't do, I don't go to uh, guys' apartments on the first date. You're just trying to uh, go take advantage of me. You guys were literally talking about baking together. How the fuck are you going to bake together if you don't go over to one person's house? Literally. Where the fuck are you going to bake? <laughs> oh, bitches are crazy. Straight up. So my question is, because um, the, the youngin. Uh, the crazy little youngin, the yeah. one who thought she was a god at sex. Yes. Um, when we were on our first date, uh, and I took her to a restaurant because she wanted to do a dinner date, she asked me to pick what we would do for our first date. And she specifically said she wanted to do dinner. So I said, okay, we can just do a dinner date since that's what you want, but I'll pick the restaurant. And, uh, and then she's like, okay, great. And while we were at dinner, she was telling me the reason why I wanted you to pick uh, where we went to dinner is because that would depend on whether or not this would go any further. If you said you wanted to go to the movies, it wouldn't go any further. Uh, because, yeah, and you're just looking for sex. If you took me somewhere that's Dear like a bar, bitches, a man doesn't have to take you to dinner first to fuck you, okay? Expound. The fuck are we talking about? Do you want to have sex or do you not? You don't need to go to dinner. And also, if you're going to dinner, your breath's probably going to smell and you're full as fuck. And that ain't going to end well. You're just going to be bloated. But it's, it's the, to me. I don't understand why girls think, oh, you at least need to take me out first. No, they fucking don't. But How about you chill out? But it's also where you take me. Like, the girl literally told me if you said you want to go to the movies, it, she would have fucking blocked me right then and there. I was like, I, since when did going to the movies become a I'm just trying to get in your pants thing? And if anything, me taking you to dinner first is me trying to get in your pants. I just don't get it. 
I'm like, why is there this expectation that a man has to take you out first before he fucks you? There shouldn't be. No. But also, why the fuck are we having sex on the first date? How about you hang out? And that's it. Do you vibe? Do you not? Should you have sex? Should you not? And that's you feel it my, out. And that's exactly why my first dates are exactly what I said. Axe throwing or bowling or ice It doesn't ice even have to be like that. Like you could literally fun. just hang out and chat. Yeah, but if they're not, if, if go, apparently going to a people's apartment means that you're just trying to fuck and take advantage. Well, uh, there's only one scenario where I wouldn't go to somebody's house on the first date. And that's if I've never met them before. But that's a lie because I went to Cowboy's house on the first date. That's true, you did. But. It's a different scenario. We did go out first, and then I assessed the situation and decided and it, was, he was a it was safe to yeah. then go back to his place. We had a bonfire. It was whatever. And there were people there. It wasn't like you were there alone. There wasn't. It was just us. I thought there was his friends. Not the first night. Oh, okay. Never but mind then. Either way, I think it's stupid. A man doesn't need to take you out first. I think you should just decide if you vibe or not. That doesn't mean that he has to take you out anywhere or buy you anything. Because if you don't vibe, then he just wasted his money on a bullshit dinner. Didn't what was the first thing you asked me when with with the the young one? Uh, it was, did you get a good ROI? <laughs> she asked me if the ROI was good. I gotta know. I told her no. There there That's was no ROI. Question. Huh? It is a legitimate question. There was, question. there was no return on that investment. That was a real shit investment. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, you just no, wasted your money. Because, like, you can always make the money back, but you can never get your time back. So, literally, right. if, like, an $80 dinner can save you fucking two months of trying to get into this girl's pants. Or it was a $100 dinner. Girl, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, like bro, And you I'm don't straight. drink. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so straight. Like, within 10 minutes of that dinner, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to pretend like it's fine. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, this is no. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think drinks is a great first date. Um, even though like I don't drink, whatever, don't do the whole fucking dinner thing. You don't need to buy me nothing. If you take me out for drinks, we can have one drink and decide that this isn't going to go anywhere. I don't even think you have to get to the drink. I think you can find, honestly, figure out from, like, the first 10 minutes if you're vibing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there, you can find out in the first five, minutes. While you're waiting minutes. for the first drink to even yeah. arrive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's crazy, most of all, that, like, girls will admit to doing that. Like, the judging a guy based off of his date choice. Like, okay, if you have a problem so much, and I'm being absolutely serious here, you know what? The next girl that I go out with, you pick. You decide what yeah. we're doing, and I'll pay for it, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Or you pay for it. Why don't you take me out? Why don't I get to be the passenger princess for once? Why don't I get taken out? Treat me like a princess, please. <laughs> Chris. I'm going to catch some fire for this, but um, I'm kind of on the fence on it, because like, it really depends on the girl's status. And I'm not talking about just, like, money, but, like, you have goals and dreams you take care of yourself, like, X, Y, Z. That's what I really mean by that. Because, like, when I think about, like, dating, I'm like, would I be happy if my sister came home with this person? Or I'd be happy if my mom came home with this person? And I'm like, okay, I understand that. But if you're just, like, a bottle girl at Annex and you think you're something because you're a bottle girl at Annex and I should be taking all what? these, like, fancy places, like. What's, what's, can you, what is that? What, a bottle, a bottle girl? girl? Yeah. 
It's the like hose the girls that, that wear like, like lingerie yeah, and bring like the bottles around. to the table. Oh, a yeah. bottle girl. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah, about again, like a bottle girl, like a bottle again, that, That's not even shit. the best example because I know a lot of bottle girls that actually just got their real estate license and they're doing really good. So that's not the best example. But I'm saying like if you're like a low level energy person and you expect high energy out of another person, like it just is not going to work out. Yeah. So yes. if you're a high energy person, I'm like, oh, I want to take this lady out to a really fancy dinner, da da da, invest the time and money. Because again, but also if you're both high. If you're both high energy, you got to have matching high energy. Like, for example, my high energy versus Maddie's high energy are very different. We're both high energy, but in different ways. And I can tell you right now on a first date, this wouldn't work. (laughs) And we would both be like, whoa. Yeah, we're on the same page. Gotta go. Ultimately, I'm looking for, like, not, like, every person, but ultimately, like, I'm looking for a partner. Like, can I build a life with this person? Can yeah. I have, like, dull moments with this person? Because literally, that's yes. what it was about, those low moments yeah. with this person. Am I not irritated by your fucking presence? Literally. Yes. So that's how I'm trying to get, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. I agree. I agree. It's just, it, I'm I, like, straight up, if we're going to constantly judge uh, men on their date choices, though, fucking start doing it yourselves. Start, at, start taking guys out. That is one thing the wizard said. He was like, you never tell me what. You what want. we should do. Yes. What, what you want. Part, look. I'm like, I'll do whatever you want to. But you know what I say? Why I say that? Because, one, we're both busy people. We sure. both work a lot. Sure. And if he wanted to do something, I would perk myself up and I would go do it because if, he wanted to do that. If I call him right now, I'm putting you on the spot. If I call him right now and I ask him on the air, if he's asked you if you wanted to do something and you say that and then he name a something and you say no, not that, will there be a thing that has happened already between no. you two? So every single thing he's listed that you guys want to do, you said yes to. I said, yeah, sure. And even on Friday after I drove seven hours when yeah. I really didn't want to do shit. You went out. You did do I that. I went out. You did. And then he asked me what I wanted to do afterwards. And I said, well, do you want to actually do something? And he was like, we can do whatever you want. And I said, to be honest, I really want to lay on the couch and do nothing. And he was like, cool, let's go. And I was like, perfect. And he was like, well, why do you always say whatever you want? And I said, because if you actually wanted to do something, I would figure it out because we don't get to do things a whole lot. Ladies and gentlemen, be like that. The queen. No, fuck off. <laughs> Don't be like Maddie. Actually, in that She's regard, one hundred percent, be she like got Maddie. That. She got that. She got that going for her. But don't be like Maddie. Don't, don't. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. That's actually one of my biggest red flags. Uh, we were talking about icks and red flags a while back. This is probably my number one that I didn't think of back when we were doing the episode. But I'm telling you it right now. If we every time we hang out, and I ask you what you want to do, and you say whatever you want, and I name something, and you say no. That's it. We're done. <laughs> We're over. Fuck off. I'm done with you. Because you know what? That's just going to be the rest of my life. You're indecisive, and I can't do that. I'm, I, I understand not being able to make a choice and being indecisive. That's fine. I know that to a lot of girls, they want the guy to choose because that's like his way of being dominant and asserting his dominance and just being the decision maker of the house. I can do that. I don't Give know. Me- There's something so sexy about a guy planning an actual day, though. Yeah. 
and that's fine. But if I always plan the dates, because I do most of the time, I plan them and I don't tell them and I surprise them. But if I'm genuinely asking you what you want to do, there's a reason. It's because I, just like you with Wizard, want to do something you enjoy doing. So if I ask you, shut up, Give me three or four options, and I will pick from one of the four. If I don't want to do something, I'll say I don't want to do something. But if he wants to do something, then I will go for it. But mm. like that, but that's my, my my point being, Maddie. My point is, if I ask you, hey, what would you like to do on this date, or do you have any ideas? It's okay if you're not sure and you're indecisive. I'm fine with that. I will make the decision. Give me options. Give me options. And I will choose from said options. The reason I'm asking is genuinely because I want to do something that you enjoy doing. enjoy, yeah. That's fair. Because I'm trying to not only, not only do I want you to partake in things I enjoy, like if I, a great date for me is if we're fucking chilling on the couch playing PS5 together. That's fucking chill as fuck. I would love that. gamer. Yeah, I'm a nerd gamer dude. It's. Half the time the wizard and I sit on the couch and listen to YouTube music on the TV, and we talk the whole time. Yeah. It's and I love it. And he probably does, too. Because it's just a mental relaxation, and we're just chatting. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's super important to me that, that you at least partake in something in yeah. that regard. I should not be doing everything all the time. I, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Mind-bogglingly numbing when a girl says, oh, whatever you want. Okay, let's do this. No. Yeah, you can't say whatever you want and then say no to what they want to do. Hey, what do you want for dinner? I, you know, I no longer ask that. I, if, uh, if I said something tonight. You did. You did. But I, I never answer. I'm like, I don't know, whatever you want. Yeah, she really does that. And, and I do say no when you But say she does say things. no. But she never says whatever I want. Sometimes that's she's like, fair. I said, what, what, do you, what are you, you thinking? thinking? You always that's say, fair. what are you thinking? That's why I don't get mad at you. But I'm good at my words. Yeah. I'm, I, get, I get really mad. Like, I had an ex, uh, and I learned this now. I will never say these qu- I will never ask, hey, what do you want for dinner? I'll never do that anymore. I will always, from now on, and I saw it in a TikTok, and it really works, is... Um, <laughs> Hey, guess what we're having for dinner tonight? The first guess is exactly what you're getting for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. So if I say, yeah. hey, guess what we're getting today? And you say, Taco Bell? You bring it Taco Bell. If you that. say fucking uh, cheesecake from this place in Italy, all right, we're going to Italy. Let's go. Shit. Noted. <laughs> I'm, wait- I'm waiting for you. Let's go wherever you want. I'll take you anywhere. But I'll just leave you there if you annoy me. <laughs> that would last five minutes. <laughs> That's not true. I actually don't get annoyed by you that easy. Nice. Except when you call me when I'm like. <laughs> oh, on that note. I think it's time, time to wrap to go. it up. <laughs> I think so. You can catch the podcast anywhere that you stream podcasts or music, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora even. Uh, that's actually new. We just started that. I didn't even know Pandora streams podcasts. I didn't know that either. Up until a couple of days ago. It's crazy. 
Uh, then you can follow us on social media um, at Unhinged Podcast, a three for the E. And something I forgot to mention, we did actually change our uh, username on all the streaming softwares. Uh, so YouTube and everything, if you want to find us, you have to look it up with Unhinged Maddie Ollie. Uh, rather than just unhinged, because you will not find us that way. Because apparently another podcast just went viral recently Fuck with them. the name Unhinged. <laughs> and they're taking the spotlight. Every time people have been looking up Unhinged, it's not been showing up unless they go to, like, the third page. Cute. So I changed it, and now we're the top result. If you just look up Unhinged Maddie Ali on YouTube, Spotify, all, all the that above. stuff. Peace out, motherfuckers. See you guys next week. <laughs> Did you just call them motherfuckers? Damn. All right, Samuel L. Jackson.